Hey there, root cause. Do you know what a root cause is? And do you know how to find it? I want to share a little story today. I spent the vast majority of my corporate career, which was over a quarter century, more than 25 years in corporate America. And the, the major part of that was spent in the field of quality. Quality meaning the process and how we do everything that we do in a different organization or in a particular organization. That's the quality function. And that determines the quality or the aspects and features and how a particular product or service functions as it goes out the door and is delivered to customers. Well, late in my career, I was going to say early in my career, but it wasn't late. It was late in my career when I had to question what's possible. And I, as part of my role as a quality manager, a quality director in different organizations, part of my job was to investigate and understand and at least oversee the process of consumer complaints or customer complaints. And one of my jobs was working in a big industrial bakery. And part of our bakery was fresh, like donuts and cakes and breads that were delivered fresh and distributed to different companies. And part of our business was frozen. Frozen was the bigger part of the business, but we also had a fresh bakery, an industrial fresh bakery, like hundreds of thousands of feet size square feet size bakery. It was a big bakery. It wasn't like your corner bakery next door. And one of the complaints that came in was from a woman that had said that her daughter's graduation cake had flies and larvae flying out of it when they kick, kick, when they cut into the cake to serve it to their guests. There were fly larvae and flies flying out of this cake. Now, my initial thought was, okay, that's totally not possible. How could there be flies or fly larvae in a cake? And that's how I approached a lot of things with respect to my business or and my businesses that I worked on early on was, well, that's not possible because my logical brain says that's not possible. How do you get flies inside a cake unless they cut the cake and there were, you know, flies flying around the cake. And so my skeptical brain said, no, that's not possible. But then I stopped and I said, wait a minute. I hadn't, I hadn't talked to the woman. It came in through our, our call center and through our written system. But I decided, okay, well, what if it were possible? What if this were possible? What if what she's saying is true? Because who's going to call a bakery and say, you ruined my daughter's graduation party because there were flies flying out of the cake, unless it was true? What would be in it for them? Nothing, right? There really wasn't anything in it for somebody to call and tell us that there were flies in the cake. So I decided I was going to be open-minded and say, well, what, what if this were possible? How could this maybe have happened? So I started being a cake and going through the process, the entire process of being a cake and how would, what was each step of the process that happened to create this cake from the beginning and order, you know, from the time an order came in to the time it was delivered to the customer. And what I found partway through the process was the cakes were baked down in these industrial ovens in what we called sweet goods. Then they were put in these big bakery carts on, on giant sheet pans. They were put in bakery carts with the doors open to cool. Now, the proximity of the sweet goods department where the, bake, where the cakes were baked and the loading dock were close. Not super close. They weren't right next to each other, but they were close. So... Was it feasible for when the dock doors came open or the doors to the building came open for flies to get in? Of course, we had a bakery. It was a sweet goods bakery. We made lots of sweet and sugary things. So flies could fly in. 
And what I discovered was that it was entirely possible for a fly to have landed on those cakes or a cake, lay its eggs. But then the part that really got us thinking it wasn't possible was all those cakes are then cooled and frozen. They go into the freezer then they're taken out of the freezer and then decorated when they need to be used or when customer orders come in. Well, since it was frozen, we thought, well, that would be a that would not make it possible for fly larvae to survive. However, apparently you can freeze eggs and they can thaw when the process is thawed out and then the cake is frosted and delivered with no one knowing that there could have been flies, a fly that landed on it. So did we replicate that? No, absolutely not. We did not do an experiment to try to replicate that, but it did open up the possibility that flies could have landed on the cake. And therefore, you know, we gave a lady a, a new cake and there was not much else we could do. Or we gave her a credit or something for a new cake. And then I, I actually talked to her and I, I said, I don't know. We haven't, we're, we're not going to replicate this because we don't want to, you know, plant flies on cakes to see if it's possible. But just the fact that that step in the process existed, that they were open and a fly could have landed on it, made it clear to me that it was possible. And if it's possible, then why would anybody call and not, not be honest about that. So that really started me on the journey. And I'd always been a root cause analysis finder or looking for the root cause of a problem so that we could put, and then we put steps in place to make sure that would never happen again. We no longer cooled the cakes near the loading dock. We put them in a secure, safe room that was um, climate controlled to make sure that there could never be any flies or anything in there. And that solved that problem. But until we realized that there could have been a potential problem, we never would have solved that problem. So it's really important to get to the root cause to figure out well, what is, what is the, what's really causing the problem so that we can put a solution in place to prevent it from happening in the future. So are there things like that in your business or in your life that you've found if you go back and you look and you think, oh, this isn't possible. This is, you know, how is it possible that I'm still 15 pounds overweight? I've been trying to lose weight for 40 years. How can I still be 15 pounds overweight? Then you go back and you go back and you look at your life and you say, okay, well, here's the root cause of this. I got this false belief of thinking that I'm fat and ugly when I was 15. Okay, well, if I knock out that false belief, I can lose that last 15 pounds. But until I go back and I say, okay, well, what was the root cause? What triggered this event in my life? I, I don't know how to solve the problem or the solution because I might not even know I have a problem. Like we didn't even know we had a problem with a cake or that it was even possible until someone let us know. So when people complain to you or bring something to your attention, instead of assuming that they're just full of it, ask yourself, could this possibly have happened? And then go back, trace through your process and your procedures and your systems and ask yourself, where might this have happened? And if it's possible that it could have happened, put some fixes in place to make sure that it can never happen again in the future. That's it. That's my little story about root cause and why it's important to figure out what happened or what could possibly have happened to make your business better and your customers experience better with you because that's how we grow our businesses. That's it. Have a fantastic day. I'll, of course, be with you tomorrow. Bye. Jam Grandma out.